0: All right. Hello and welcome. I'm so excited to have you here with me today. I'm excited for what we're going to do on today's session. Um, You know, today is going to be all around building your 2022 internet marketing plan and really kind of setting yourself up to accomplish the goals and really knock your objectives out of the park. So just give me a a 22 in the comments or in the chat here if you're ready to kind of project that into the future a little bit and, and build an action plan. You got David Burns give me a 22. 22 baby, 22. All right, awesome guys. Thank you. And you know, I really think these these sessions could go one of two ways, right? There's the the old way, which is where I've got my screen shared and you see my little thing and I'm talking for 45 minutes to an hour and you're like just trying to listen as much as you can, but it gets really boring and you disengage. That's one way. The other way would be to make this more interactive, right? We've moved to a virtual world Uh, more and more things are happening on Zoom. And so I'd like to pretend like you flew down to my office in Miami. We're sitting elbow to elbow. I've got a whiteboard in front of me. You've got a worksheet in front of you. And we make this interactive, right? We talk about your plans. We talk about your goals. We talk about kind of the objectives that you have in place. When I ask a question, you either unmute or you kind of chime in with me on chat. And in that way, we can make it very interactive. So just give me a, a yes if you're okay with making this a little bit more of an interactive experience today. I think that's going to make it more entertaining. I think it's going to make it more engaging. And ultimately, my, my true hope is that you get more out of it, right? And you actually get the plan that you're after. Awesome. Lots of yeses in the, in the comments here. This is, this is awesome. So here's what we're going to cover. Here's what's on the agenda. Um, this isn't going to be a super technical webinar. It's really going to be around Setting the clear goals and targets for the year. Right. I think if we can walk away from this session with you laser clear by the end of 2022, this is how much revenue we're going to generate. This is how many jobs we're going to have to run to make that a reality. This is how many leads we're going to need to generate as an organization on a monthly basis and an annual basis to make that a reality. I feel like this will be a really productive use of everybody's time. Now, in addition to that, we're going to realign your KPIs and the tracking that's gonna be needed to achieve those outcomes. Uh, I think in a lot of cases, we set goals in a vacuum. We say, okay, I wanna do 5 million in my plumbing and HVAC business this year. And you know, hopefully it works, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But if we don't take the time to figure out, okay, well, if that's what I wanna accomplish, what are the KPIs, the key performance indicators that I'll need to keep a pulse on to know if I'm on track or off track and to know whether I need to ratchet up my budget or ratchet my, my budget down. Give me a KPIs in the chat if you think kind of going deeper into the key performance indicators and kind of knowing what those dials are are going to be effective. Just type KPIs in the chat. Matt, thank you, KPIs, Istes. okay. The other thing is we're going to do is we're going to map out the plan for accomplishment. So we'll be clear on here's the goals and the targets for the year. We'll be clear on the KPIs and the tracking that we're going to be watching because what we measure gets done, what we track always improves. And then we're gonna, we're gonna put the pen to paper and we're gonna map out the plan. So what, what will we need to do on the SEO front, on the website front, on the paid search front, on the Google local service ads front, maybe on the retargeting front to, to make that a reality? Uh, and so we'll talk about your budget. Well, we'll look at, okay, what's the budget need to be? How does that budget need to be allocated? How much you go to online? How much you go to offline? How much should go to um, SEO versus pay-per-click? We'll look at the different channels, and I'll talk about some of the important trends, some of the things that are changing in the internet marketing space is it's constantly changing that you want to know about, that you want to be aware of, to to really maximize your probability of accomplishing those goals and targets. Um, And really, my main objective, my, my true purpose for today's session is for you to be set up for massive success going into 2022 and beyond. So that's the agenda. That's what we're going to be covering. Again, we've got a great workbook. This is on Google Docs, which makes it possible for you to easily track along with me, easily kind of follow in and enter your notes. And so what I want to have everybody do, just real quick, click that link. Um, Or Christian, if you could drop the link in the chat. um, The link is plumberseo.net slash workbook. Looks like a lot of you guys have this open, which is, which is great. And what I'd like you to do once you've got this open is make this document your own, right? If you try to modify this right now, it's it's not available for you to edit. So you won't be able to enter your notes. You won't be able to enter your, your check, checklist and all of the other things I'd like to have you do. So what I want you to do is go file, make a copy, and then rename it. So just rename it your 2021-22 internet marketing plan dash, your company name. So if I was Bob's Plumbing, I'd rename it Bob's Plumbing. Give me a one if that tracks for everybody. If you're kind of clear on what we're doing, we're making a copy of this so that you'll be able to go in and enter your stuff and have this as a true document that you can go in and work from and kind of share with your team and kind of track against throughout 2022. (laughs) Mark is done. Einstein's is give me a one that it makes sense. If you're good on this and you've got your copy, what we're going to do is we're going to press forward. I just want to make sure everyone's got the the Google Doc that they can
1: go in and work from. Okay. So
0: the first thing we want to do is we want to set clear targets. I'm going to wait for my screen to catch up with me here. And so we want to be clear on what our goals are, what our Outcomes are in our in our business. The fact that this is not catching up, I'm gonna share my
1: screen instead. I think this will be a little bit cleaner this way. Okay, are you guys seeing my screen now? Yes, Einstein's okay, good. So in my mind,
0: clear goals, Gives you the ability to create your own momentum. Um, in the absence of goals, you're almost like this this boat that's out at sea, where the current's going to take you wherever it wants to take you. Like you know, if you're going to generate a million dollars in in plumbing and HVAC services this year, and that's kind of what you're set to do, you know, if you get there, you do. If you don't, you don't. It's just kind of you're going with the flow. Where anytime I get with a plumbing, HVAC, or home service company. And we get clear, like we just spend the time to say, okay, where do we wanna be at the end of this year? How much revenue do we wanna generate as an organization? When we take the time to get clear, we can create our own momentum and we can take charge of our, of our destiny. And so that's what we're gonna do. I'm just gonna give you guys a quick exercise for this and then we're gonna get into the, the more practical stuff. Uh, but in your workbook, at the very top, it's asking for a current snapshot. And so, you know, goals without like a starting point, it's hard to to kind of track along. So what I want you to do is get just clear on these five key metrics. How much is your average monthly revenue right now? How many jobs do you typically run per month? And then what's your average ticket? What's your conversion rate on leads? And how many trucks do you have right now? So I'll, I'll just pull up the worksheet here with you guys. And you know, just put in here your, your current snapshot. I'll give you guys a couple of minutes. Like I said, we're going to keep this um, we're going to keep this interactive. So start with start with that. A couple of minutes. Update your your current
1: snapshot in the twenty twenty two plan. As I saw a couple
0: of you guys just logged in. Uh, we're actually going through a worksheet right now, building out your 2022 plan. So um, click the link, make a copy of it. And what I want you guys all to do is just fill in the, the current snapshot right now. And if you could just press one in the chat once you've got this done so I know how much time
1: to give and or you know how quickly to pr- proceed. If you have any questions, feel free to put it in the chat or on mute. Zoom in on this a little bit. All right, Matt's good, Einstein's is good.
0: So again, having these numbers will just make it easier to track along. Like we need to know how much is our average monthly revenue right now? How many jobs are we running per month? What's our average transaction value? If a couple of you guys could just put that in the comments for me, what's your average service call worth in your business right now? And I hear ranges between, you know, four fifty and nine fifty, depending upon if you're plumbing, if you're Hvac, if you're full service. Einstein's fifteen hundred, very nice. Dave Burns a thousand. Excellent. The higher your average ticket, you know, the more you can spend on advertising, the more aggressive you can be. So it's great that you guys have really nice, solid average tickets.
1: Excellent. Dina says, we don't use Google Docs. Well, I mean, if you've got a Google account, you should be able to
0: open this up. Um, Otherwise, it might be a challenge to to track along.
1: Okay. So we, we got the
0: current snapshot. The next thing is is anytime you're looking at an an annual plan, I think it's smart to to pause for a minute and think about the long-term vision, the long-term direction within the organization. And so, you know, just taking off your logical hat for a minute and projecting three years into the future. Let's just pretend like it's December 31st, 2025. Everything goes according to plan. Where would you like to see your business? How much revenue and how many trucks? And don't try and be logical with this. Just Put a number, right? Put a put a big number out there that
1: would be exciting for you. Dave Burns, a million and four trucks. Excellent. Hopefully you guys are doing
0: this. This workshop's only gonna be as effective as you investing the energy and filling in these worksheets and kind of tracking along with me. And now, as you guys are entering that long-term goal number in, 100 million, Einstein's 160 trucks. I like that thinking big. Um, under there is there's a block that says why, and this is really important. You know, it's important that you take a couple minutes and think about why is that important for you. Like Dave, how is life different or better when you're at a million with four trucks, Einstein's? How is life different or better at 100 million? And you know, what does that give you? Is it you have more freedom? Is that you have more financial abundance? Is that you're putting you know more and more of your guys to work and keeping them productive? The clearer you are on your why, the more effective everything is. Freedom. Lots of dollar signs, says, says Bernstein. Uh, Christy says 250 thousand with two trucks. Excellent. OK. So we've spent a little bit of time kind of thinking about where we want to be over the the long-term within the business. The next thing I want you guys to do is just is get clear on what the end of the year looks like for you and kind of what that long-term goal, what that long-term target is.
1: So I'm going to share my screen again, because again, we're getting a little bit of this delay. So to to make it easy, to to
0: really help you guys plot out the end of the year, I've got this worksheet. So I'm gonna ask you guys to open up this worksheet
1: and do the same thing. Go file, make a copy, and then
0: call it 2022 marketing plan worksheet dash your company name, call it Bob's Plumbing. a lot of you guys are logging in so I'll give you a minute to get this pulled up. And so this is going to help us get those goals those targets um, and really kind of calculate this in a relatively simple way. Uh, In the past I did this with worksheets and it was a little bit of a challenge because you had to write stuff down and you had to do math uh, where now you can just plug in numbers. So if you've got the worksheet up and you've got a copy of it give me a one in the comments so I can walk you through this. Okay, Mark's good. Matt's good. Excellent. All right. So the first thing I want you to do is on this first tab where it says lead generation target. I just want you to put in what the goal is for 2022. How much revenue, right? So let's you know let's just say it's 205, uh, two hundred five, two point five million. And then what's your average service ticket value? I put seven fifty. A couple of you guys said fifteen hundred. Just put those two numbers in, and this will give us two really important things. It'll, it'll break down what our monthly revenue target needs to be to hit that annual goal. And then it'll also kind of tell us how many service calls or how many book jobs we'll need in order to hit that target. So this, this shouldn't be hard. We're really just putting in what's our goal for the year, and then what's our average ticket. And that should instruct monthly revenue target and number of book jobs target.
1: Just put yes, if you've got that part in there. Jim's good, excellent. So it's really important that you're clear in
0: your mind for the sake of your business growth, for the sake of your, you know, bringing that into reality, but it's really also very important to build your marketing plan so that you can build it based on an on an outcome, right? Because if you're clear on where you want to go, then you can reverse engineer how many leads do we need in order to make that happen? Okay, if that's how many leads we need, how much money do we need to spend? And then if that's how much we need to spend, how do we spend it? And where do we generate those leads? Where do we generate those book jobs. Hopefully that makes sense. So the next part, step 2 down here, based on your revenue target and the average ticket, the last question is what's your average conversion rate from lead to book job? So if you think about the people that call in, the people that submit web forms, the people that start chats on your website, what percentage of those in your world convert to a booked job? And you know if you've got great CSRs, if you've got a great follow-up process in place, you know, could be in the 70, 80% range. Um, if you don't, you know, it might maybe down like the 20, 30% range. Do any of you guys know, like like as a relatively tight metric, what that number is? Just put in chat for me what, what your average conversion rate is. Okay, so Jim's really clear. It's 46%. Uh, Matt's at 82%. Awesome. Excellent. Obviously, you know, these two things make a big difference. If you get a higher average transaction value and you get a higher conversion rate um, from leads to booked jobs, you know, all of the metrics look so much better. So I'm just going to use this as the, as the example, 200, you know, 2.5 million, average ticket 750 means we need 278 jobs per month. Let's say we've got an average conversion of 60%.
1: That would mean we need 463 leads per month to hit our goal. Give me a yes, if that's clear, if that's helpful, because um, you know, the, the
0: clearer you are and how many leads you need to generate, the better, right? Whether you're doing your marketing yourself or you have a team like ours that do it for you, if we can all be on the same page and say, okay, that's the target, that's something we can rally around. That's something we can like, do the work necessary to accomplish. Right? So I got some yeses in. Hopefully, everybody's tracking along for me. This, this gives you the target, right? And this is what you would be shooting for on a monthly basis. We need this many leads to generate this many jobs, to generate this much revenue, to be on track for our annual targets, for our annual goals. The next thing I want you to look at is, like, what's your average cost to generate a lead? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn off the screen share for a sec. This is a little bit harder for a lot of us to gauge because... If you're all organic or you're all word of mouth, maybe your average cost per lead is, is a couple bucks, right? Now, if you're heavy on the paid side, and you're doing a lot of branding, then it could get into the 100, $150 average cost per lead. And so how many of you guys know offhand, like what's your average cost per lead is right now? Einstein's about 260 and you run a great, well-established company. And for those of you that are smaller, that might seem ludicrous. But you saw Einstein said that his average transaction value was fifteen hundred dollars. He's got a hundred million dollar target for his business. He knows these numbers, right? And you need to know these numbers. And you also probably need to think that it's going to cost more to acquire a customer and acquire a lead than you than you probably expect. He says, just take your total spend divided by total calls run, and that's that's what he run. That's where he ends up. Good numbers. Great. Great to know. So. What we're finding through, through paid search and things, and this isn't for book jobs. So it sounds like that's your, your average cost for a book job. Um, this is, would just be your raw lead quality or your raw cost per lead. Uh, we're finding HVAC, it's in the neighborhoods of $75, plumbing about $50, electrical about $50. Um, and that's blended. Right, Your average cost per lead from paid search is going to be more than your average cost per lead from SEO or your average cost per lead from Google local service ads, if that's something you're, you're tapping into. Um, so this, let's just put in, you know, if you put in 260, Einstein's, if he was looking to go to two, uh, 2.5 million, would need about $120,000 budget to hit the target, right? If you're at $50 per lead, you need $23,000 in average monthly spend to hit 2.5 million for the end of the year. So this is just the back of the envelope numbers. It gives you an idea how much you'd need to spend on a monthly basis to hit that target. Yeah, Mark, that's, that, would be, that would be monthly. And again, if you can get the average cost per lead lower on a blended average, let's say you get it down to $25 per lead, then you're looking at about 12 grand per month to get that $2.5 million run rate or that $208,000 in revenue. Play with the numbers. It's not an exact science but it's much better than just saying, hey, you know, here's five grand, go spend it, I hope I get some leads. Um, Like the clearer you can be on ideally how much you need to spend, how many leads you need to generate, the better, the better plan that you can build, the better plan you you can formulate.
1: Give me a one if you guys are tracking along with me here, if this is making sense. One.
0: Okay, awesome. So We have some idea like what our target is. We have some idea what our average monthly needs to be in order to hit that target. Um, The next thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna have you click the budget allocations tab. Um, And it's just important to to kind of think about how you wanna split that monthly budget up and how you wanna spend that in order to maximize your outcomes. Took me a while for it to get it to load. So whatever number you put is your annual target it brought it over, and then it's going to ask like what your average percentage of revenue you want to allocate towards towards marketing. Um, what we're finding is six percent is usually like a good, like conservative number just to kind of stay ahead of, stay ahead of you know the you know where you're at in your business. Um, if you kind of click this tab here, it gives you some some suggested budgets. Uh, we're finding if you really want to grow and you want to have some, you know, aggressive growth, it needs to be somewhere between 10 and 15 percent. So a number between 10 and 12 percent of your annual target would be would be ideal. Um, if you want to be conservative and just kind of stay where you're at, you probably want to invest about 3 percent back into marketing. Um, so you can choose your adventure here. Like, hey, I want to be aggressive. I'm going to put 13 percent of my monthly revenue or my annual revenue into marketing. Um, or you could say, hey, you know what? I'm going to be a little more conservative. I'm going to put 5%. And really what this does then, it, it kind of adds and multiplies out and says, okay, if you're going to put 13% of $2.5 million, you've got a
1: $325,000 annual marketing budget, which breaks down to $27,000 per month.
0: Am I making sense? Give me, just give me some feedback here. Like Einstein's giving me a thumbs up. One in the chat, if you're still tracking with me, Casper, Visa, okay. And then you want to think about how you would want to allocate that, right? And and this is an internet marketing planning session, but let's face it, you shouldn't put all of your money towards towards online, right? You should distribute some of it to offline, some of it to marketing to your existing customer base. Um, So... Depending upon where you're at, like if you're small or less than half a million dollars per year in revenue, you can put the lion's share of it towards online. If you're bigger, you're starting to get between a million and five million. You probably want to be like more like 60, 30, 60% online, 30% offline. Um, and if you start to get above five million, that's where you're putting more and more of it towards offline. You're starting to get more involved in brand advertising, radio, billboards, that type of stuff. Um, so just put in your allocations based on what i'm saying there um, you know i would say something like a 60 30 10 is probably a relatively safe way to to split up your budget and that gives you that gives you a, an idea how much you can spend right like if this was the case like what, based on what i've typed in here 2.5 million with a 13% um, invested you got a $27,000 a month budget that means you've got one hundred and ninety five to go to online, you've got ninety seven to go to offline, thirty two thousand to go to repeat and referral. that's that's a lot, right? But if if you've got a large customer base and you're not marketing to that existing customer base, you're leaving money on the table, right? Because that's going to be your highest return, your lowest cost marketing. Um, and then we've just kind of you know given you guys a little bit of a breakdown on how you might want to split this up um, online versus offline, and then ultimately, SEO versus pay-per-click, um, you know, pay-per-click and local service ads is kind of what we're talking about there. Um, and then display advertising, retargeting, bringing people back into the, into the sphere. You're going to want to spend some more time massaging this, right? You're going to want to spend some more time really you know, dialing this in. Uh, but ideally, this is a good resource. This is something where you can play with this. You can have a realistic idea. If this is my goal, This is how much I'm going to need to spend. And this is probably where I'm going to want to distribute these funds to have a fighting chance of accomplishing that outcome. And if you guys want more help with this, if you want to spend some more time, like kind of looking at this, we'd love the opportunity to sit down with you and kind of walk through it, explain it, answer any questions. Um, But hopefully this is a helpful kind of starting point. Tina says, excellent spreadsheet. Excellent. Glad. Glad to hear that. Einstein's has already got his built. I'm sure you know at your size. You've got that all dialed in.
1: I can't see it, but looks looks good. Looks super super good. Okay.
0: So now we've we've kind of mapped out that the budget side of the equation. The next thing we want to do is is move to the strategy. So knowing what you've got to spend and what you can spend and where you want to spend it um i want to spend a couple of minutes talking about the big picture of your online marketing kind of the different things you're going to need to do to really maximize your growth and so i want to i want to walk through this model with you my screen's not being shared right you guys are seeing me and you're seeing my board right now so let me get like give me a yes if that's the case i just want to make sure okay cool cuz i want you guys to be able to see this so i call this
1: the the model for accelerated growth. So let me get out my pen. All right. My t- my handwriting is is terrible, but you get the idea as
0: I'm as I'm walking through this. So for accelerated growth, really, there's there's three key things as it relates to your marketing and especially your online marketing. Three key things: we need to drive leads, right? We got to drive more and more inquiries, phone calls, web submissions, live chats. Then we have to maximize conversion. I think a lot of a lot of us, when we think about our marketing, when we like when we hand things off to a marketing agency, all we think about is leads. I want more leads, I want more leads, I want more leads. But the reality is the money is made in your conversion of those leads to book jobs. And it's really made in the conversion of those book jobs into higher tickets, right? In which you get through training organizations and things like that, really training up your technicians in the field. And then the third is we have to optimize. ROI, right? And, And what I found is going into 2022, if you can dial in these three key things and spend your money wisely, you can really accelerate your growth. And so when it comes to driving leads, There's really three key things I like to look at. Um, I like to look at organic, which is like your SEO play showing up on Google Maps, showing up in the non-paid listings when someone looks for you. Um, Paid, which would be Google ads, it would be local service ads, it would be Facebook ads, like really paying for traffic. And then the third for driving leads is, is your database. And a lot of people don't think about this, they don't realize it, but You've got customers, you've got people that have inquired about your services in the past. You've, you've got a database. And most plumbing HVAC home service companies don't do any type of database marketing, like sending emails, sending text messages, re-engaging with your customers, making offers, getting them to let you back in the home to resell. This is a great way to drive leads and, and really move things forward. And so as I draw this out, and you guys have this on your Google Doc. What I want you to do, even if it's just in your own head, in your own imagination, is kind of traffic light yourself on these areas. So like, and you know, do like a red, a red, yellow, green. So maybe you're like, you know what? I've got my paid search stuff dialed in, but organic, I think there's room for improvement. I think we could do better there. That doesn't look much different. Um, But when it comes to database stuff, nothing, right? We need to focus on that. And ideally, if you do it in this way, you can start to recognize patterns. Okay, when it comes to leads, we're gonna maximize our organic and our paid, but we're gonna pay close attention to the database stuff, right? So the next thing is conversion. And really conversion comes into three key areas. In my mind, it's your website, Because everybody that gets to your company, like whether they ran a Google search or they saw your truck or they saw your billboard, they're going to wind up on your website. That's a massive conversion point. We'll talk about some things you can do to maximize the conversion rate on your website. Uh, The other is your reputation. the, The amount of reviews you have, your average review star rating. The fact is, you might have a great website, you might be doing all kinds of great marketing, but... Before they, they do business with you, they, they do a quick Yelp search or they do a quick Google search and you come up with a three-star rating and people saying that you're ripping people off or you're doing bad work. That's important, right? Or you don't have any reviews. That's really important. That will impact your conversion rates. Um, but the, the last one here and probably the biggest driver in, in 2022 is going to be automation. And I find most home service contractors don't have... An automation strategy in place to help them follow up with the leads that are coming through SEO or through paid search or through local service ads. Right? There's been a massive shift where your customers would prefer to engage with you on SMS, like they prefer to text message you than to call you. Um, Your customers want to be followed up within five minutes or less; otherwise, they're going to go to somebody else. And so, do you have automation in place where every lead's getting a call and a text message in three minutes or less? Do you have you know, automatic nurture sequences where you're automatically calling and touching base with the customers at least five to seven times after they inquire but haven't booked their service call. And then do you have automation following up with those customers after the job to ask for review to build your reputation, to, um, you know, to remind them about your home service plan or to tell them that it's time to come back into the home. Like if you get that dialed in, you're gonna convert more of your leads and your average cost per lead will be less, and you'll be able to generate you know, more revenue with, with being able to spend less over time. But I'd like you guys just real quick traffic light yourself on this one. Again, I, I think the, the average that I'm seeing in the industry right now is, is the, the, oh, the automation is the big thing that's, that's missing. Like having a strategy to automate, to have two-way text messaging and to proactively manage that process. Just in chats, just to make sure you guys are still here, you're still tracking with me. As you look at these driving leads and maximizing conversion, what's the big gotcha for you right now? What's the thing you're gonna to need to focus on going into 2022? Just drop that in chat for me. Mark says automation. Awesome, we'll be talking about that a little bit. SMS, automation, email marketing to the existing customer base. Um, material cost, yeah, that's, that's gonna be a big gotcha. Um, you know, with material not being accessible. Tina says SMS, automation, okay, great. We've got some great options and great solutions on that front. So we'll be talking more about that. Now, the next part that we wanna think about is optimizing results. So as you're generating leads from these channels and you're optimizing your conversion rates, there's, there's really three key things you wanna optimize for. Um, the first is you wanna to know total spend, right? whatever the budget was for the year. Let's say it was the $25,000 or let's say it was $10,000 for the month. How much did I actually spend? How much went to SEO? How much went to pay-per-click? How much went to local service ads? How much went to my Yelp, my Angie's list? What was my total spend? And then what was my average cost per lead? That's annoying. Average cost per lead, you need to know that, right? You need to be able to say, okay, here's how much I spent. Here's how many leads we generated. What's my average cost per lead? Because you can optimize around that. You can say, okay, average cost right now is $17 you know, per lead from SEO, but it's $92 a lead from pay-per-click. Let's focus on driving more SEO leads and let's focus on dialing in the, the pay-per-click leads to, to drive that cost down. And then you know, the third is you really want to know your ROI, right? How much did I spend? How many leads did I generate? And what's my return on investment, right? I found that plumbing HVAC home service contractors that know these metrics, that know without a question in their mind, month over month, how much was spent, what, what the average cost per lead was, and what was the actual return on investment are the most confident and also the most equipped to hit their goals, to exceed their goals, and can continue to take things to the next level. And so I'd love to have you rate yourself on this. You know, what, where's, the, where's the opportunity for improvement going into the new year? Maybe it's just getting clear on your ROI, right? And you could do that through ROI reporting. You could do that through Service Titan, through a connection to say you know, how many of those leads actually got booked and what was the actual revenue associated with that. Um, maybe it's just getting a, a clear, tighter system where you can see here's how much we spent. Here's what our average cost per lead was. And so write yourself on this. Again, you know, looking at your optimization here, what stands out? What's the one area that you need to focus on going into the into the new year? ROI online red to yellow, database traditional green. Casper says ROI, like really knowing that number. Right. You can't improve what you don't measure, right? And you need to know it. You need to measure it. So hopefully this was helpful. It kind of gave you a, a little bit of a, of a primer on what you want to what you want to work on, what you want to think about. Um, Strategy-wise, strategy hopefully that gave you guys some time to think, to process, and say, okay, these are the areas we need to, to work on the most. Really, this is our, our digital dominance method. Um, hopefully you can see, it's probably the, the fine print is small, but the, the bigger part is large enough. You can see, I always advocate for leading with organic. That's going to be your lowest cost per lead, your highest return on investment. So that's why we spend a lot of time on the front end thinking about the website. Is it built to convert? Um, Is it compelling? Is it converting at 35% or higher from visitor to lead? Um, And what are the little things there? And is it showing up? Is it showing up when someone types in your city plus plumber, plumbing, drain cleaning, water heater, repair, AC repair, HVAC contractor, Um, is your website showing up organically? Because Getting that dialed in can drive lots of traffic, but also is going to be your lowest cost per lead. Um, from there, it's, it's tapping into your paid online strategies. The lowest hanging fruit, the most directional based in-home services and, and plumbing and HVAC is Google Ads, local service ads, right? Making sure that you're showing up on those, you're optimizing around those. Um, right now, you know, still LSA, you want to max that out. You want to max that out in terms of your budget and then have some portion of it also going back to to Google um, pay-per-click. From there, I really think you wanna be leveraging retargeting because if you're driving traffic from SEO, from organic, and then you're also driving paid traffic, we know there's people getting to the site, we know that they're in your service area, we know they're interested in your services, we also know everybody doesn't convert. And so we wanna have a strategy to draw people back to the site after they visit it. Um, and we want to build a relationship with the customers, right? So we talk about database marketing. You can do some of that through retargeting as well. So your brand is omnipresent in front of the people that express some interest in what it is that you do. From there, the the, the low-hanging fruit we often see is paying for premium listings on Yelp, on Angie's List, on House, on next door, right? These are common sites that if you go and you search in your area, plumber in Falls Church, Virginia, they're coming up, right? And and there's a pocket of customers that will just go to Thumbtack every time they need a service. And so we don't want to sleep on those third-party sites, right? Now, I, I stack this in order, right? And it's stacked in order intentionally because this is going to start first. You want the organic Then you wanna stack paid on top of that. Then you wanna stack retargeting on that. And then if you've got extra budget, you wanna be playing in those online directories and sources like that. Um, From there, I really think tapping into the email marketing, SMS marketing, what I call referral-based marketing, you know, taking that one-time customer, turning them to a repeat buyer that writes a review for you, that uses you again and again, refers you to their friends. The only way you do that is by developing a relationship with them. And you do that by showing up at their house and providing a great service, by rolling out the red carpet, but then also following up, having emails that thank them for their business, having follow-up emails that say, hey, just wanted to check in. It's been a week since we're there. How's everything working out? Hey, it's it's summer's right around the corner. We probably should come out and inspect X, Y, Z. Look at the at the AC system or look at the water heater, right? Give me a one if if this is if you're following with me, if I'm not going too technical. I, I try to make this kind of high level enough that it, it, it makes sense. Perfect. Okay, good. We're going to get into more details on this as we go. Um, and, then, and then, you know, I like to, to consider pay per lead sources, kind of your, your fill in the gap strategy. So you've, you've kind of got your budget allocated. You're spending money on your SEO, your local service ads your pay-per-click advertising, you've got a a certain amount earmarked to be on those paid online directories, and that's generating lead flow, right? That's generating enough calls ideally to keep the trucks running and keep you on track for the targets. Every now and then there's gonna be a dry spell. Um, Maybe something happens on Google and you don't rank as well for that moment. Maybe a new competitor enters and is really dominating some of the paid search advertising. Um, Having as a backdrop, some of the paid lead sources like home advisor, thumbtack, local service ad, I mean, not local service ads, um, networks. You guys all know, these are the lowest quality leads that you can get on the market. They're going to five or six contractors. They're usually very competitive. They're usually price shoppers, but these leads exist in abundance, right? You can buy these leads and you know that they're an active person that's trying to get something solved. And so if you ever have a slow time where you're just not hitting your, your metrics, you can turn on these paper lead sources. And if you have automation in place, um, which means an automatic text message that follows up, an automatic email that follows up, and some kind of drip campaign, um, you can be the first person to get on the phone with that prospect. You can be the first person to engage via text with that prospect. And you can usually win a higher percentage than you would have without, without automation. Uh, and then down here towards the end, I kind of look at more branding plays. So in my mind, Facebook ads, YouTube ads, there's a place for it in your online marketing, uh, but it's really down here at the end side of the spectrum, right? You've already got things dialed in in your business. Um, you're already kind of using your entire budget. Like how can we saturate the market? How can we be the known contractor that, you know, is unquestioned as the, as the go-to? Um, you we'll know, getting aggressive with Facebook and YouTube ads. Um, and then all the way at the end here, um, I've got what I consider to be important and often overlooked, um, having some type of customer communication process outside of email and text message, right? Why not? If the customer just invested, let's say they invested 1500 or 3500 in the new in a new system, why not send them a thank you note? Why not send them a little tin of cookies? Why not send a newsletter that's in their inbox on a quarterly basis. Um, what this does is it builds loyalty, top of mind awareness and the probability to repeat and refer. And so if you can combine email and SMS over here with direct mail of some sort over here, you can go for full circle, right? You're tapping into inbound leads. Obviously you're focused on converting them at the highest level possible. You're using email and SMS to engage with them, to develop relationship, to convert them into a multi-buyer, but then you're also dropping some stuff in the mail. Um, This is what we call our our online dominance method, which has worked extremely, extremely well. And if you've got the budget to go full circle on this, it can really move the needle um, in terms of being the go-to player in your area, having customers love you, use you again and again, and get the benefit of lower cost repeat and referral business. So as you looked at that, should probably clear the screen here. What stood out? Like, what's the main thing that, you know, looking at that circle that you need to focus on? Like, what's the, what's the
1: opportunity that you should lead with going into this year? Christian
0: dropped the link to Conversion Amp. A number of you guys talked about SMS, uh, marketing automation, and so that that's the platform that we're we're rolling out. Um, we're getting great results with to to really kind of bridge the gap on that front. And I'll talk a little bit about that as we as we go. Jay, uh, Jay says, marketing automation. Casper says, Caspar. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Says, conversion rates. Tina says, recognizing it's not a gunshot approach. Excellent. So here's what we've covered so far. We've, we've talked about goals and targets. We've looked at the big picture strategy. We looked at the digital dominance method, kind of all of the things um, that you want to put in place. Um, I feel like you probably have most of what you need from a plan perspective to say, OK, here's what we need to do going into, into the next year. Um, I don't want this to be longer than it needs to be. I don't want to be more technical than you want it to be. Um, I can dive into some specific ideas and thoughts on how to optimize your website for conversion, how to get it ranked better, how to you know, tap into paid search at a higher level. Um, just put specifics in the chat. If you want me to go down that track, um, or we can just put a pin in it here, let you guys kind of take what you've got you know, um, and, and run with it, run with it from there. Or I can just hop straight to the stuff around marketing automation, since it seems like that's what most of you guys said was of interest. So while keeping it interactive, we got 40 plus of you guys on here live. Um, Let me know a specific, if you want me to dive into some specifics on website SEO pay-per-click and or, you know, just automation, if you want me to jump to automation. Jim says website. So I think that's saying he wants me to get into specifics. Matt wants me to talk SEO and and auto. Okay. When you know it, right? So we've got a mixed bag. So I'll just try and I'll try and hit this stuff from a high level without getting super specific or, or bogged down. Um, so I'm gonna share my screen again to make sure you guys are tracking with me. So key things you wanna think about from a, from a conversion optimization perspective.
1: I'm just showing you an example here, I'll, I'll skip through it. So there's a, there's a checklist on your on your
0: worksheet that you guys can look at. The the big things that I I see here I'm not going to go for 20 minutes on on the items that are on this list. Uh, the key things are use authentic imagery. So we find it makes a big difference when there's real pictures of the owners of the company, real pictures of the team as opposed to stock photography. Um, having having the opportunity for people to engage with you via chat, via two-way text message ideally. Um, is really what you want to do. Having a clear call to action, having special offers and incentives. Go through the checklist and kind of sc- compare your website um, to this list and kind of you'll see some things that probably stand out that you could improve. Um, a big one right now in, in, in 2022 is site speed. You know, Google is paying really close attention to how fast your site loads on desktop and on mobile you know, pull your site up on GT Metrics, see if it's green on green, or if maybe there's some issues there with how fast it loads. Those are some, some really important elements um, to, to look at. I'm going to pull up a quick example because I think it'll be more instructive than that checklist. So this is a company we work with, Valley Plumbing in Salt Lake City Market. Um, and this site converts at somewhere around 40% visitor to, to caller, visitor to, to lead. And... I'm just going to hit the high points that we just talked about, right? Personality authenticity here. We've got pictures of the owner, pictures of the team that are involved. We've got a phone number in the top right-hand corner. We've got multiple modalities of conversion because some people want to pick up the phone and call. Some people want to engage via chat. So this is a chat widget to, to, to a text message. Some people just want to book right in, right? So if you've got Service Titan or Call Pro, give them the option, give them the opportunity to go ahead and book it right then and there. Um, Use multimedia pictures and videos of the real people within the company. Make sure the messaging doesn't just talk tech jargon, but it talks about their psychological triggers, right? Hassle-free, customer service and support, competitive pricing, 24-hour availability. Um, really find your unique selling proposition and fuse that into the website. Um, so as you go through that checklist, ideally there's a couple things that stand out that you're like, okay, that's something we need to improve from a conversion perspective. Um, I'll just kind of show as an example here. So this was uh, Valley Plumbing. They spend about $10,000 per month in their in their budget. They generate about 510 tracked leads. So I talked about knowing those metrics. Um, their average cost per lead is $18.81. Um, and we know that the leads are coming from organic, pay-per-click, Google Maps, web forms. Um, and so they, they can know these numbers and, and ratchet them up over time. Um, and actually in this case, we could see 3,317 uh, visitors. At the time of this screenshot, it was 35% conversion rate. Um, I see it average, you know, in the in, in the 40% range across the board. Um, just kind just of show you guys what's possible from a conversion perspective. This is Meridian Advantage. They're a company we work with in East Lansing. Um, 7800 dollars monthly budget, 677 leads tracked per month. $11.65 uh, average cost per lead, uh, and then here if we look at the at the metrics, 32% um, visitor to call ratio. So you really want to be optimizing to get into that 30% or higher range. It will make a huge difference in the in the results of your online marketing. Here's another one: um, Nixco Plumbing in uh, Mason, Ohio, 38% conversion rate. Um, and again, pictures, get that dialed in. Pictures, video of you, the owner, welcome them up to the website. Showcase your online reviews and testimonials. Give them different options to convert. Web forms, live chat. Have clear calls to action. There's the chat bubble that you can put in place. Make sure that your website is mobile friendly. Like pull up your phone and pull up your website now and just make sure that you can access it. You can click the button and call somebody Make it really easy for your prospects to convert. Um, And so that, in a a quick nutshell on conversion, is is what you want to focus on. Would love to hear from you guys in chat, like one or two takeaways, one or two things that you know you need to go back and do on your site going into
1: 2022 to improve conversion rates. What stood out? Somebody
0: type something, guys. Hopefully, I'm not just talking and you guys are listening. Ideally, you're taking notes. You're like, okay, that's I'm going to go shoot some videos. I'm going to put live chat on my site. I'm going to make sure that something specific is in place. Einstein needs to fire my marketing team. Hopefully, hire hire us, right? That's what we're here for. Um, Pictures of the team, focus on automation. Okay, I'm hearing this come up again and again, so we'll make sure we hop to that as quickly as possible. Um, The next is like, is your website coming up in search, right? We talked about that being the lowest cost highest quality leads that you can generate. Um, and so if some, some people will throw out there like, does it even matter, right? Does SEO even matter? Yes, 71% of the clicks still go to the organics, 67% click on the first five results. So yes, SEO still matters. Um, I talked about Meridian Company being a company we work with in East Lansing. You can see they, they rank number one for about 150 different keywords relative to them in their, in their service area. Um, and I just want to show you on this particular report: 8,000 a month, 4, 000, uh, 417 leads, about a $19 average cost per lead. And if you notice here, 95 came from organic, 173 came from Google Maps. That is organic optimization, right? And if you didn't have that, you'd be missing out on 65% of the lead flow. So, yes, organic still matters. Um, And so in your workbook, I gave you guys a link to these keyword reports so you can see kind of what the keywords are. If you'd like for us to run a keyword analysis for you, like we would look, what are the most important keywords in your city, in your market, um, and then run a report to show you exactly where you're coming up on Google organically um, and where there's room, like what are the low hanging fruit? What are the most important keywords that you're not in a top five position for? Um, We can do that for you. Christian, put the link. If they'd like to take us up on that work, basically we'll run that analysis for you and then it'll show you exactly where you rank now. Einstein says, you won't work with me, turned you down four times. Sorry, we only work with one company in each market. And so that, that happens and it's just as frustrating as it is for you probably as it is for us. But you know that, that's a commitment we make to our, to our clients. So how can you improve the rankings? Um, I'm gonna go straight to the visuals. You guys have the checklist here. Um, I'm gonna pull up Valley Plumbing and kind of show you the strategy from an SEO perspective um, so you get
1: the idea. Here we go. You guys are still seeing my screen, right?
0: Yes. Okay. So first things first, you wanna make sure that your your homepage and your title tag are optimized. So you want your Keyword in the title, and then you want your keywords like within the content on the H1. Your homepage, usually to rank really well, is going to need more content. Like a lot of times I see home service companies and they've got like two images and one paragraph. Well, I mean, Google's looking for answers to questions, it's looking for rich content. So you probably need more content on the website itself. Um, But the key thing that we found really helps us rank in a lot of different markets from an on page optimization perspective is to go deeper with with the amount of pages that we have and the quality of the content that we write. And so we want pages for each of the different services that we provide. So if we do drain cleaning, we want a page for that. We do kitchen sinks, we want a page for that. If we do repiping, we want a page for that. So it's a unique page on the site that's optimized with a keyword in the title, keyword in the text, um, and then unique content throughout. So having pages for each of the services and then also pages for each of the cities that you operate it, you know, most of you guys, you know, are in a main city, let's say like Salt Lake City, but you also serve like a 25 to 30 mile radius. And so you want to have pages on your website for each one of those sub cities and each one of those sub towns with unique content. So that and that's where it gets challenging, because it's easy to have lots of pages, but to have good unique content that answers the questions is really the trick. Um, And then we use a tool called nearby now, which is something that Basically, you know, you can sync it up with Service Titan or you can just put it on your technician's phones, where after every service call, it captures the location of that job, it captures a short description of what happened on the job and then automatically pushes it to those city pages. So now you've got pages for each of your cert- cities with unique content and geo-modified information that's flowing into it on a very consistent basis. Um, and so we found that that combination of strategy. On an on-page perspective works really well. Um, again, I'm trying to hit the Cliff Notes version here for you guys so you can think about this going into the into the new year. Um, give me a one if you're tracking and this is useful or two if you're like, Josh, you're going way too deep and I just want to move to the next thing. Um, in Finland, no one does note marketing nearly as good as you guys. <laughs> uh, that's good to know. All right, so good. You guys are giving me some indication that this is on track. So. Um, title tag, H1 tag, great content, pages for each of the services, pages for each of the subsidies and surrounding markets that you operate in, optimized content and titles for this internal pages and those internal service pages. Um, but the reality is you're on page and what you do on the site only takes you so far. Really, what's going to move the needle to move you up in the ranks is what happens off the site. And so that's having you know, properly claimed Google My Business, lots of citations lots of reviews from your real customers in your real service area, lots of links pointed back to your website from third-party sites. Um, we do something we call strategic content syndication, which instead of just blogging and putting it up on the site, what we do is we will take a blog and then push it through a press release um, syndication process, which creates more links, more signals back to the home page, the sub pages, the subservice pages, which is why if you look at our sites, kind of across the board, across you know 250 or so plumbing and HVAC contractors, they rank really well for a lot of keywords. It's because we've got a great website with lots of great content and then we're building more authority every single month we work with them by putting out content and building up that, that authority. Um, all, all things being equal when it comes to SEO, the companies that have the most relevant links, so not more volume links, but the most relevant links are typically the ones that that, that win the day. Um, so I'm not going to try and, you know, give you guys a full breakdown on this, but there is a, a document that you guys have access to in the, um, in the workbook with the key things you want to do on the website, on your Google My Business, ongoing basis in terms of building content and authority, um, and then really what you want to do to build up your, your signals, right? At the end of the day, if you've got the right website content and the right authority, it's really about the signals to tell Google, this is the number one plumbing or HVAC company. This is the best page to serve for that particular result. Um, and so there's a checklist here that will walk you through the key things you wanna think about, the key things you wanna, you wanna look at to improve your, your rankings. Again, this is right there inside your, your workbook. Any takeaways there on the, on the SEO side of things? Uh, any takeaways on things you might want to think about, things you might want to put in place, things you might want to focus on? Local SEO is so important, says Mark. Tina, uh, Tina says, working on content strategy. Excellent. I think Google Maps is equally important. And I, I usually think local SEO, Google Maps is, is very similar Um, Here's a company we work with in Orlando, Florida. It's Shamrock Plumbing. Um, They've been, you know, dominant in the map listings for for quite some time. And I I use this as an example because I want you to see, I keep saying your highest quality, lowest leads tend to come from from organic, right? From local, like, like Google Maps and things like that. So you can see he spends about three grand a month all in, generates over 819 track leads per month. His average cost per because he doesn't do a lot and paid uh, is three dollars and seventy three cents uh, and almost you know um, a lion's share of it comes from Google Maps four hundred five directly from ranking number one in Google Maps for a lot of different keywords. Um, here's Nixco Go Plumbing in Mason, Ohio, 183 leads directly from Google Maps. Um, actually, more recently it looks like this is our most recent report: three hundred fifty two leads a month coming directly from from Google Maps. So I guess the the bottom line here is getting ranked in Google Maps can generate really high quality leads and and low cost for you guys. Key things to do on Maps. You want to have lots of citations, you want to have a properly claimed Google My Business, you want to know what the login is, and you have to drive reviews, you have to have a systematic approach to get new reviews from your real customers and your real service area. On a very consistent basis, uh, and when you couple that with the proper on-page optimization, like we talked about—having your name, address, phone number in the footer, having your titles and your H1s, having lots of great content, having very unique and relevant content that people click on and read and scroll through—that's um, why our clients tend to dominate over time in the in the map listings in their in their areas. So, so that breakdown is there for you. Um, in the interest of time, I'm going to kind of hop. Straight to, I'm going to hop straight to the automation stuff. A lot of you guys have expressed some interest in this. Um, if you want more details on paid search, local service ads, um, I've got hour-long trainings on that specifically, um, and I would encourage you to go back and, and check it out. But based on what you guys have told me so far in today's session, the big the big thing you guys see as an opportunity is converting leads and leveraging automation. Um, and what I find is oftentimes as you look at your 2022 plan, it's not just the SEO not working or the Google Local Service ads not working. You've got lead sources out the yin-yang that you can tap into. You can get leads. The question is, can you can really convert those leads and can you convert them at a high level? What we see, um, and it's, this is what we're seeing more and more frequently now, is about 50 to 60% of the leads that you guys generate go unconverted. And almost 90% of web forms don't convert. Like they'll fill in the form, but then nobody on the other side gets to it. And we've really gone deep. On, like, why is that? What's going on? Because we listen to the calls and we audit the, the web forms and we audit the leads and we're trying to figure out why are not more of these being booked into jobs? Why is there not more money coming from all this activity? And really what we found is leads that you don't follow up with in 15 minutes or less go cold. So if they started a chat, if they filled in a form, if they called and left a message, if you don't have somebody following up in 15 minutes, they're going to the next company, right? They're either going to Thumbtack or they're going to the next one on the Google results, or they're going to some other source and they're done, right? They've already moved on. Um, The other thing we found is a certain percent of your customers don't book right away, right? They call in and they're still in an inquiry mode. They're still thinking like, what are my options, right? And so we have to make sure that we follow up at least five to seven times with those prospects that um, don't convert right on the phone. Um, And the other really big reason that we're seeing a lot of contractors not converting is that the customer today has shifted from wanting to do phone to wanting to interact via SMS, right? And it's been historically phone call, phone call, phone call, but today's customer would prefer to engage via text if they know there's someone on the other side and they can just book the job, get it scheduled, take it off their, off their responsibility plate. And so usually as I think about this, and I want you to think about this in your business, when someone fills in a form, how quickly are you following up? Do you have something happening you know, 15 minutes or less? And oftentimes I, I find the answer is no. Um, when the person calls in, and they say, hey, you know what? I I'm gonna to talk to my husband. Uh, or I'm going to I'm gonna think about it and I'll call back to you. Do you have some type of automation that follows up with them multiple times, or are you only booking the ones that want to book in right then? I find more often than not, it's you guys are busy, your your CSRs are great, but they're not salespeople. And so they'll take the call. You want to book? No, okay, talk to you later. And that's it. And that, that lead just goes by the wayside as opposed to having that intentional follow-up. And most of you are almost completely reliant on the customer needs to call us or they need to engage with us in that way. Some of you will use email, but very few of you are tapping into the power of SMS and letting the customer chat with you and text with you uh, or somebody on your team. Um, So the, the solution to this in my mind, and just give me some feedback. Do you guys What I've said there is that kind of real and true in your business, right? You're not following up super quickly. You don't have that multi-touch follow-up. And, you know, there's really not much going on in the way of uh, text message and, and text communication. So I've got the answer. And I'm excited because you guys have all expressed interest in this. Really, the answer is to leverage automation. Through automation... Every one of your web forms can be followed up with in two minutes or less via phone, email, and SMS. And and the way this works, somebody fills in a form or they start a chat conversation. Usually, somebody on your company's side needs to get the email. Okay, we've got a lead. They need to say, okay, I'm going to call that customer back, and they got to stop everything they're doing, and they got to call. And your CSRs aren't salespeople. They're definitely not hunters. And so like they might check, I find it often, they might check once a day. If we're lucky, they check once a day, they go, okay, I'll call. I'll try and call that customer back. Way outside the 15 minute mark. And of course that lead is already booked somewhere else and, and that, that lead is completely gone. Through automation, what we can do is have it automatically push a call to the office. So they submitted a form and they started a chat, but it's dialing your office, your dispatcher gets a call. Hey, you've got a new lead. Press one to connect now. And they press one and now they're calling that customer and it happens instantaneously. Now, at the same time, a lot of people don't want to make a phone call and so they don't answer it. So it goes to voicemail. The key strategy here is pushing a text message almost right after that. So, hey, you just submitted a form on our website. You started a chat. This is Bob from Bob Jones Plumbing. Was there something we could help you with? Question mark. And start a conversation where they can two way right back. Yeah, as a matter of fact, how much is it going to be to change out my water here? And then you can say, really depends. We need to schedule a time. Right here's our, here's a link to our calendar where you can book a time. And they they book a book a time. Tina says, what software do you use for this? It's called Conversion Amp. I'm going to show it to you now here in just one second. Um, but it does it does this entire process. And then the other thing is we can put automation in place so that all of your prospects get touched five or more times. So those people that call in that don't book, that say they're gonna think about it, you put them into a nurture sequence that just follows up via SMS and phone. Hey, you were interested, but you didn't book. Did you, did you have any follow-up questions? Is there anything we can do to help? By way of chat in with me, how many of you think if you had that in place, if you were following with every lead in two minutes or less and you were connecting with them on the way that they wanna connect with, which is SMS and or phone, you would book more jobs. You would have a higher conversion rate. Just give me a, a one in chat. Got a couple. Oh yeah. Got an absolutely. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go into this part of it. It just shows some metrics. Um, this is a very technical graph of the process. Probably very hard for you guys to see here. Um, but it's a visual of this of this process. I can't really zoom in. But someone will start a a, a chat with you using Conversion Amp. And that might sit on your web page. it might sit on a landing page, but it will automate this whole process in this entire flow and it's completely mapped out and it's built specifically for plumbing HVAC home service companies. Um, and it's very, very cost effective. And so if you're interested in learning more, you know, for less than the cost of one additional book job, you can put this in play and it can have massive ramifications in your business, so you can go to conversionamp.com or Christian just put the link to schedule a, a quick demo. Like basically, we'll walk you through it, show you exactly how it works, walk you through the cost structure, um, and then put it in play for you. So maybe this is the thing for a lot of you guys. It's just you know I'm not following with my leads. I need to put marketing automation in place, and then the other thing is you want to put some type of long term nurture in play. And what's beautiful is if you're capturing your leads into a CRM or marketing database like Conversion Amp, yes, you're going to follow up with the ones that convert quicker, but you're also going to have captured the names, email addresses, and phone numbers of the people that do book. And you can follow up with them and and kind of have automation to request a review, have automation to remind them that it's time for the next service call, have automation to remain top of mind so that they remember you, so that they're more likely to use you again and again. I think this is the, the big play of 2022 and beyond. And a lot of you guys indicated that in your in your responses as you were kind of rating yourself, this is where you wanna be. So definitely set a time for us to walk you through Conversion Amp and, um, and how this works. Now, the last piece of the puzzle that you really wanna think about is your tracking, right? You need to know how much you're spending, how many leads are coming in, what's your average cost per lead. Um, the key tracking mechanisms I'm gonna recommend Google Analytics, right? You want to know how many people got to the website? What did they type in to get there? How long did they stay? Is the is the amount of people getting to your website on the rise? Are you guys seeing
1: me or are you guys seeing my screen right now? You're not, you're seeing me, right? You, okay, good. Um, I think you want to put a ranking report system in
0: place. We talked about SEO. Um. You definitely want to be able to track on a monthly basis. For the most important keywords, how are you trending? Are you showing up organically? Are you showing up on Google Maps? Right? You can't improve what you don't measure. Um, you have to call track, and you have to call track based on source. So you need to know how many leads, how many calls came in from SEO, how many leads, how many calls came in with your pay-per-click. You need to be able to see that. You need to be able to segment by that. Um, and then really, you want to put this into some type of CRM. And a lot of you guys use Housecall Pro. Some of you guys use Service Titan. Um, you want to be tracking through Service Titan your marketing. So you can say, here's how many leads we got. And here's how many actually got dispatched. Here's how many actually got booked. right? Or you want to track that in your, in your CRM. And so here's the checklist, like the things that you want to track, the things you want to check on. Um, hopefully, you guys are kind of going through this and, and marking things down as you, as you go. we come full circle we looked at like the key things to drive more leads the key things to maximize your conversion rates and the the key things to optimize the results really knowing that total spend average cost per lead and return on investment um we have a proprietary tracking system which we showed you guys a couple times on today's system uh, on today's session that we we can break down and show those numbers and show those metrics is one of our unique selling propositions here at plumbing and hvac seo I really think it's one of the reasons we can drive such consistent results for the clients we work with, because what you track and what you measure always improves. And so the better you're tracking, the better you know your numbers, uh, the better. So I've given you guys the checklist in the workbook. Ideally, you can go through, you've got your goals and targets, you've got your budget allocations. Um. Ideally, you can go through and find the things you need to focus on, the key projects from an online marketing perspective that you want to spend some time with. If you'd like to talk about how we can help, right? Ideally, you've got a plan if you want to run with it, you know, more power to you. But if, if as you're watching this, you say, you know what, I'd like to talk with Josh and his team and get some support. And whether that's just through conversion app, maybe it's just through um, you know, helping you get your tracking dialed in. Maybe it's more like full service. I want you guys to take the ball and run with it for me. Um, we'd love the opportunity to, to connect with you. Um, Christian, if you could drop the link where they can schedule in, you can go to go.fummersco.net slash schedule, uh, or you can call us at 866 um, 610 We'd love to hear your action items. We covered a lot of ground. We went almost uh, an hour and 15 minutes. We looked at the big picture. We built out, you know, a whole plan. What were your top three? And I'd love to, you know, if you got value today, just drop in the chat for me what your top three action items are. Um, what are your takeaways? What are the things you're going to do? What are the things you're going to, to implement? What we covered, we looked at the big picture of your online marketing and what you need to do to maximize your lead flow online. Um, we reviewed the key lead generation strategies that you want to tap into and areas for improvement. Um, and we helped you map out the custom plan, which is that checklist of the key things that you wanna focus on. Let's see, thank you guys for engaging here and, and putting in some of your stuff. Let's, let's see what we have. Key takeaways here, live chat, love it. Also conversion app does that by the way, two-way text messaging through live chat, uh, video, having video of you welcoming people to the website, engaging with them, automation, Conversion app having the text message, having the call, having the follow up sequences in place. Arthur says automation. Um, Tina says I need the avatar with my head exploding. <laughs> uh, Arthur says text, giving you know giving customers the opportunity to in text message with your dispatchers is a big, a big opportunity. Uh, automate, maximize. Lsa says Matt, absolutely. Work backwards to determine how many calls need to and develop the budget. Perfect. Uh, Jim says plan. Track, Casper says, knowing the numbers, ROI, conversion tracking, tracking. Um, Jay says, uh, live chat, automation, email, email remarketing. Uh, Mark says, assuming there are going to be a replay. My brain is hurting with all the content. Hopefully, it's hurting in a good way, right? My goal wasn't to overwhelm you with content; it was to give you a plan and to give you some details on kind of what needs to be done, what needs to be focused on. So, guys, thank you so much for engaging. Thank you for being such such active participants in this process with me today um again if you'd like help we'd love to you know we'll do a complete analysis of your online we'll run the keyword ranking report for you show you exactly where you rank today do an analysis of your consistency across the online directories um, analyze your online reviews and reputation um, do an analysis of your social presence and where there might be some gaps there um, and look at where your website is maybe failing or how good it is at conversion. And again, this is a it's a free opportunity. Um, we do not charge for this. A lot of companies will charge like a, a discovery call to do this type of work. Um, we work only with plumbing HVAC home service companies. Um, and so we're, we're honored to have the opportunity to kind of look at this with you, show you what's good, show you there's where there's room for improvement, um, and kind of make the opportunity available. If you'd like to work with us, we'd love the opportunity. So uh, again, you can just go to plumberseo.net slash schedule to pick a time that works for you, completely free, no obligation, no pressure. Uh, or you can call us if, if you happen to be listening to this, 866-610-4647. Excellent. Well, guys, again, it's been my pleasure. I appreciate you taking the time. Excited to hear about your wins. Excited to hear about what you guys accomplish in 2022 and beyond. Um, if anybody's got questions, I'd love to hang out for a minute and answer any questions that you guys might have. Um, any, any questions, feel free to unmute or just uh, type it into the chat.
1: Maloha says, Tina. Mark says, thanks, Josh. Excellent.
0: It's always this little awkward pause here as I'm trying to see if anybody has anything. I don't want to leave anybody hanging. Oh, we were getting like a weird background situation there. Okay. Um, I'm not seeing any follow-up questions. So let's, uh, let's call it there. Guys, thanks so much for your time. Have an amazing afternoon. Um, if you're not in the plumbing and HVAC marketing mastermind Facebook group, make sure you hop in there. Feel free to tag me and the team with any questions that you might have. We're here to serve. We're here to support and excited to see everybody accomplish great things in the, in the new year.
1: Thanks a lot, guys. I'll talk to you later.